Brad Ellis? Jake Triplett. Hey, dude. Hey, man. I noticed something in the airport that I thought was pretty fascinating. Maybe you'll get a kick out of it. This was like a week and a half ago. There is a machine in there, like right next to the trash cans and recycling bins. Yeah. Just, oh, while you're throwing your trash away, would you like to learn CPR? Because there is a torso where you can do that. <laughs> what? Have it's like seen? a vending machine where the torso pops out of it or what? It does not pop out. You don't get to take the, the, okay. the body home. <laughs> but there's just a flat, like, just body with its chest exposed and then like there's like a monitor to teach you how to do cpr right there in the terminal what yeah no way i'd never seen it before you're like yeah let let me put my compostables away and then you know just do a quick cpr over here i was gonna say that is just a prime like video just waiting to happen (laughs) stay with me (laughs) you'll be okay cursing at it yeah (laughs) stay with me I'm not losing you. <laughs> Don't you go dying on me now. <laughs> yeah, like who is practicing CPR at gates C-37 <laughs> Southwest Airlines right now? You call 911. You go get, get an AED. You go get my Cinnabon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... What? (laughs) (laughs) I think I got nervous. I was right in between saying welcome and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to... Welcome. (laughs) Here we are. We, you know, I'm rusty. It's been It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, almost two weeks since we've recorded. And a lot has happened. Yeah. Both in the world and... Both personally and globally. Yeah, and in our own (laughs) lives. But we are the least... Uh, Corona talked podcast in Kansas. That's right. So we're going to keep it to a minimum today. Yeah. Y'all have heard enough about it. And honestly, I'm a little embarrassed. Like we've said some things on this podcast about the coronavirus, which are just so <laughs> factually incorrect. And I'm just like, I'm embarrassed to go back and even listen to it. It's like, oh, I said so many things that were so stupid. Oh, come it's on. so naive. Everyone was saying crazy stuff. It was weeks ago. Yeah. No one knew anything, but I, I do feel bad for what I said. Like if someone were to go listen to that episode now, yeah. they would be <laughs> probably angry. That's okay. But whatever. We didn't know we, any We better. got the Chiefs Super Bowl win right, though. We predicted we, that. We nailed I told that. you Derrick Henry was not going to run for very many yards, and he did not. We nailed so, That's true. We, we'll always have that. Yeah, we'll always have Henry. Remember when we told thousands of people that we were going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> and we did? Yep. Not we, but our, our close friends, Patrick Mahomes and Sammy Watkins, did for us. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, let's update the people on what's been going on in our lives. Yeah. How have you been? I've been good. Uh, I think you have a way more interesting life right now than me. So let's just... But you did your taxes. I did my taxes, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell them about the Uh, text. Yeah. I feel like this has happened multiple times to me in my life where you'll be doing this really fun, exciting thing and I'll do like an extra mundane thing. Like (laughs) More more boring than normal. For whatever reason, both the times that you've gone on tour... Catherine has been in Texas, like gone on a stint where she and Hattie go to Texas for at least a little bit of time. And so uh, there's, yeah, there's been times where I've just been by myself doing the most mundane things. And so this time I was literally sitting in this chair, like we have this ugly sentimental chair that Catherine's grandma gave her, it used to be Catherine's grandma's and she's deceased, not, not with us anymore. So we have this chair in our corner of our bedroom and I was doing my taxes while Jake is, you know, wowing hundreds of people on a stage and just making them laugh. And I'm literally just like, yeah, fill, filling out my expense reports and doing all this stuff for TurboTax and, you know, 
giving a bird to the uh, to the computer screen. Like, like home office over three hundred square feet. You betcha. <laughs> Let's go. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> you know I'll appreciate those assets. I don't know if that's the right word, but anyway. Close um, enough. But I was just and so I texted you. I was like, Jake, I'm literally sitting in this flowery chair doing my taxes, and you are out. You know, making jokes to millions of people. Millions. Yeah, felt like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I love sharing that with people because. It was the night of the Louisville show, yeah. which we had talked on the Louis- podcast that I was going to go for the Louisville joke. Uh-huh. And so I texted Brad and I was like, dude, Louisville joke. I went for it and it went well. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, happy for you, proud of you. Just FYI, I'm in a ugly yeah. chair doing my taxes. <laughs> and it was fun meeting people later that night. And they're like, you know, I listened to Ghost Runner. It's nice to meet you. Too bad Brad isn't here. And then I would show him that text. I was like, he wishes he could be here, right. <laughs> but he really has to f- file his taxes I tonight. I have FOMO, but you know, yeah, taxes come first. Especially after that officer visited Peter's house. Oh, no doubt. I'm scared. I I pressed, you know, file or whatever. And I was like, I probably did something wrong. They're, they're coming for me. <laughs> Five years from now, I'm going to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll show up at someone's door. Not mine, but someone's. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, quick recap on the tour. It was really fun while it lasted. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, it would have been one thing if the first two shows didn't go that great. And then there would also, there would, you know in a way, be a little bit of a silver lining to this. It'd be like, you know what? Maybe this is okay it got postponed because we need to work out <laughs> yeah, some Yeah, we things. weren't quite prepared like we thought we were. But, you know, I think I can <coughs> objectively say the, the show went phenomenal from yeah. the very first run. And it was just cool to like feel, you know, just somewhat like professionals. Like, wow, yeah. people paid to be here and we gave them a great show. Uh, it was just, it was really, really fun and, and really rewarding to feel like, you know, we worked at something and it paid off and right. everyone, you know, had a good time. Uh, yeah. And then, so it's kind of funny. The show goes amazing. Uh, go out and I have my own little meet and greet, which I was not necessarily expecting. Like you pay to meet Trey. Sure. And I just went out in the lobby and I'd I'd never had like a line, like just naturally or unnaturally form or, you know, any, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to see Jake and your paleo, come over here. If you are, you know, uh, gluten-free and you want to see Jake. Right. No, but, uh, naturally. Yeah, just people were in line to see me, and it was really fun. And Oh, also, autographs are still in. Really? I thought it was all pictures. I, I, that's what I thought. I thought the selfie had overtaken the autograph. Yeah. So you, you signed some autographs? Well, well, kind of. So many people were like, I, I would love for you to sign this. I'm like, I don't, I don't have a pen. Like, you don't have a pen? You perform comedy? I'm like, Whoa, oh. that's not... No, you're never... The person <laughs> signing the autograph is never expected to have the writing utensil. Well, I guess the other guy there, there was, a, there was an opener who went with us as well. He had his own pen. I don't want to hear about this guy. I don't Making wanna, me look bad. No, no, no. That, that guy, that guy's above and beyond. He'd be he's, he's at, He probably... No one was actually asking for his autograph, but he brought out a pen. So people are like, well, I guess I should get this autograph. <laughs> like, oh, I guess autographs aren't out after all. You know, that's his fault. That, don't don't feel shame for not having your utensil. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I, I legitimately did not expect this to happen. And I didn't even know this did happen. As I'm signing it for people, I'm telling them, I promise you this is not worth anything. <laughs> I promise you don't need this or well, want this. It's funny you say that about your signature because the week before you left, you had all these uh, note cards with all your different jokes that you were kind of going over. Oh, that's right. And one of them said intermittent fasting, but I <laughs> swore that it said intermittent farting on it. <laughs> like, let's hear that because one. Because it was, it was such bad handwriting. So I was like, <laughs> whatever signature you have, no one's ever going to know who signed it anyway. So you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, yeah, the first show goes great. I'm feeling just high on life. I, I, can I have a question? Yeah. Um, what was your favorite aspect of the show, like performance wise? Because obviously 
you did some introduction stuff. Is that right? What I know, do you mean? I know you definitely did like a stand-up act, obviously. Yes. But then you also introduced Trey. Is that right? Or did that is incorrect? Okay, and then you also did something at the end where you were with Trey. That is correct. What was out of the two things that I had out of three that I know <laughs> you did? did? Did you like doing the stuff by yourself more, or were you more comfortable when there was the three of you out there together? I think my favorite thing. I mean, it's definitely it's very very fun to get to sing on a stage because yeah. I mean, just I don't deserve to because <laughs> I'm so bad at singing. Like you could argue that you have, you're a professional musician. Like you yeah. got paid to sing. <laughs> you got paid to sing. That, that means you're professional. Like I love the the challenge of coming up with things on the spot, which yeah. is what we're doing. But I think my favorite thing that first night was I thought of a joke. So while I'm rehearsing, I'm just like nervous, like crazy. About 45 minutes before I go on stage, I'm just pacing around in the green room by myself going over my routine. And while I'm going through it, I thought of just like an, a joke essentially to like tag one of the other jokes, like at the end of it. And so I was like, I, I feel really good about this. I think this is yeah. funny. I haven't tested it at all, but I'm going to say it tonight. And so I said that, and that was one, like one of the biggest laughs I got all night. And so I think that was really fun. It is really yeah. like affirming. I'm right. just like, okay. oh, wow, I, 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 I got this. I'm good at this. Yeah. I made them all laugh with something I just thought of. This yeah. is so fun. Nice. And Jake, you should probably just spend more time thinking of stand-up material because it <laughs> comes pretty easily when right. you work at it. Right. Um, but I mean, the singing is great. It crushes every night yeah. and it's so fun. And Trey just dominates me. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm trying my best and he is sure. just hitting every note and, <laughs> and those runs. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm trying my best. Yeah. So the first show goes so well. I do the meet and greet. I'm signing autographs. You know, I, I'm feeling like the man, yeah. you know, and I get back to the green room and Alan, the pianist with us, our friend, he goes, dude, have you checked Twitter? And pridefully, I'm thinking, are we trending? <laughs> did we do it? <laughs> did we, are, did, are we like, are people talking about us? <laughs> are, is this 700 person show trending nationally? You know, oh, I just, man. I was thinking crazy. <laughs> I, I know it's a, it's embarrassing to admit, but that's I knew you'd awesome. get a kick out of it. Uh, I love that. Just immediately, that's where my mind went. It's like, oh, he must. What a social media like guy too, to think like immediately. You know, are we trend, trending? trending locally yeah, in a yeah, local yeah. area. Right. Uh, that's great. And so Luckily, I didn't say, are we trending? Uh -huh. I didn't have time to get that out of my mouth. Uh, but <laughs> essentially, that's when everything went down. Which like is in so between when you were so on stage. So while we were on stage, yeah. yeah, is when everything went down, which is so like kind of funny, just poetic of just like we were in an alternate reality for about three hours and everyone in the crowd also right. didn't know. Yeah. We were some of the last people probably in first world countries sure. to find out that like, yeah. so I'm like, no, what happened? And he goes, Tom Hanks has Corona. Rudy Gobert has Corona. They canceled the NBA. You know, just yeah. tell me all the stuff. And it was Think just of anything you like, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> pretty much is what he said. Yeah. It's so it's just like, oh, well, there goes all the momentum. Dang, that's too yeah. bad. So yeah. So, so like it, right then and there, was it like, dark cloud like okay this this is inevitable it's it's coming yeah it kind of felt like oh we might get to finish out the weekend and yeah. you know only got one more show but overall i mean trey was a, a phenomenal sport about it i mean like sure you know he lost so not lost money but lost out on yeah so much money accounts and just like, payable yeah. yeah his accounts receivables looking nice and now he has sure. nothing sure um and he just you know he's put six years of his social media you know equity i guess into these sold out shows and then he's got to postpone it again and he was a great sport about it and i think all of us were just kind of like you know how upset can you be right at something that's one out of your control and yeah. two like is affecting other people way more than it is us exactly i i think about that yeah even when i get upset about sports like <laughs> i just think okay dude chill out like there's bigger things in life right now that you can be upset about but it, 
it still makes me upset. I'm still, I'm still human. Yeah, definitely know, sad. But, um, yeah, totally. It's like anytime you do get sad, you're like, okay, think about what's going on for a second and then be less sad about this, please. Because when it first hit, it was like nothing was getting shut down. There's no quarantining. It was just like, dang, just large events are not happening. Right. So it was almost, I don't know, an interesting paradigm, I guess, of, wow, the coronavirus is affecting our current tour so much. But if we were just normally living our lives, it would not affect us at all. Yeah. Because we just make videos out of our homes. Like, this is so interesting. And now, obviously, it's become a big thing where yeah. I could say I'm one of the least affected people sure. in America probably by this. And I'm like very, very thankful. Like I'm realizing that more every day of just right. like the lack of, I guess, anxiety and fear that I feel. And I'm like, a lot of people are probably not in that boat. So I'm right. very thankful. Hey, I'm just going to plug right now. Dave Ramsey, man. If you just, if you're, you, you actually had a conversation with a guy, uh, uh, in Louisville, was it? Yeah, he was the uh, like the backstage engineer. Like he pulled the curtains uh-huh. and he was talking to us about Dave Ramsey. Because because those guys, the, the yeah that that venue's not gonna have work for a long time. No, and the guy's like, no, I'll be okay. Thank goodness for Dave Ramsey or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like six month whatever it's called. Heck yeah, six month emergency fund. So yeah, that's that's getting me by. And I'm honestly like, if if you're not already, check out Dave Ramsey and or something that can handle finances for you. Because anyway. Uh, that's that's a tangent but yeah all, all that to say i know people are worried out there about finances and i am too so anyway two of my uh favorite compliments i got on tour were okay. about the jacket which i am wearing now I because i just i want to perform in this jacket now yeah, you know sure. bought it at zoomies you feel good I, there weren't that many people but a couple people were like dude love your jacket and i was yeah. like thank you so much <laughs> oh thank you so much i picked it out in 10 minutes at the mall <laughs> oh i appreciate that oh, that's and awesome. then other people zoomies. i uh, talk to him and they say, Hey, thanks for talking to me. You seem like a great guy. And I was like, Oh yeah, that really warmed my heart. Like that meant more than any laugh I got all night. And you say, I am a great guy. <laughs> That's crazy. You say that I'm a phenomenal guy. I'm a better guy than you even think. No. Um, sometimes like Catherine will respond to compliments like that by like affirming herself. Like, like mostly when it comes to food, like I'll be like, Oh, this is really good. She'll be like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she's more like, it's like a new recipe that she hasn't tried. So she's excited too. But it's like, whenever like whenever I'm saying, I'm saying you did a good job. You know, she's more just like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. You know? So what if it was like, Catherine, you, um, you look really pretty today. Whew. I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, this is a good day. Smoke show. Like yeah. pretty almost doesn't even describe it. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm more than pretty. Like pretty, yeah. Think about a few more synonyms, Brad. You're better than this. Pretty hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's yeah. a funny way of yeah responding to affirmation but <laughs> that no that's awesome though i'm glad that they found genuine goodness in you yeah or at least they think they did yeah. you know they have the uh you know the idea of it i have not ever met any other uh opening um stand-up comedians uh, mm-hmm. after their shows <laughs> uh but i feel like you in a normal conversation is very pleasant you're a very pleasant guy like you you don't ever act like you're better than anybody else, which you're not, you know? I mean, no, if anything, uh, you're the other anything, way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're always like, I remember that from the beginning with you is like, you were always smiling and always laughing and like laughing at me. Like, not like, like, okay, this guy's funny, but he isn't like so funny that he's like, no one else is funny. You know what I mean? Thanks dude. Does that makes sense. Yeah. I appreciate so, it. So you are a genuinely good guy, man. <laughs> I you am seem like a good guy. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm from Missouri. <laughs> Um, last thing I'll say about the tour, which everyone, uh, is probably going to get a kick out of in Knoxville. I've been waiting for this. You're the only people who really got to experience it. So the shows did go great overall, 
However, Jakey made a boo-boo in Knoxville. Big old boo-boo. So I essentially did the same exact routine uh, the second show as I did the first show. Obviously, I didn't say the Louisville joke, but uh, everything for the most part landed. And there were a couple jokes that didn't hit super hard, but I was like, I don't want to just completely scrap them. Be like, it didn't get an amazing laugh, so I'm done with it. I was like, that seems extreme. Let's play with it. And so in my eyes, I thought I said everything the exact same way. But wow, was there a different reaction. (laughs) So let me go ahead and just tell you everything that was said. And because I'm never going to say this on stage again, so I could say it now. Um, Okay, so (laughs) the, the setup is I say... You know, so I, I get done with a few jokes that um, went well. And then I say, you know, so I'm probably, uh, I say, you guys could probably tell, but I'm pretty new to stand-up comedy. Uh, and for some reason, that actually got a laugh. wasn't planning on that. Or I think I said, like, <laughs> for, know, some, for some reason, everyone loved that. I think I said it, like, I'm pretty new to stand-up comedy. And you guys are probably like, yeah, we can tell. You know, they laughed at that. And then I, you know, was saying, I, when I got started, I asked my friends, like, what are some topics I should talk about? Give me some material to work on. And they said politics because they're morons. And, uh, and I was telling them like, no, I, I don't want to talk about politics. I mean, one, it's polarizing, but two, I just, I feel so dumb when it comes to all the rules and regulations. And I, I just don't know that much about it. Like I couldn't even vote until I was 18. So that gets a little laugh. Yeah, sure. And then it gets kind of a delayed laugh for people to like realize what I said. And so I, I could just keep talking and say like, uh, so I'm just playing catch up. And then while they start laughing, I'm like, oh, it sounds like some people on here are playing catch up too. And then that gets like a little bit of a laugh. So it's, it's all building. It's okay. all building, this okay. politics thing. And then I'm like, oh, and this is the other part. So <laughs> when I'm looking at my entire, you know, 15 minute set, I was like, if there's one joke in here that I'm almost worried that like maybe has been said, it's this one. Like I'm worried, like I could see Jimmy Fallon saying this joke right. like, and this I just is, don't know yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Because that's how good I thought it was. <laughs> are we trending? <laughs> Okay, here it comes. So uh, after all that, then I say, okay, I will say one thing about politics. I think no matter what side you're on, no matter who you vote for, I think we can all agree it's pretty crazy how popular the coronavirus is getting, you know, considering Trump's typical policy on things made in China. (laughs) And when I tell you, you could hear a pin drop in that theater in Knoxville. I am not exaggerating. It was so, so quiet. I'm not kidding. Ask anyone who was there. It was so quiet. Oh, man. Like, imagine saying that and then <laughs> nothing. You can't bash Trump in a, in a, in a place like Tennessee, man. They're, they're all about Trump. And I didn't probably. even think I was bashing it. I truly right. thought it was like a neutral thing to say. I thought it was clever. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that Jimmy Fallon's got the same material. Sure. And wow, did it bomb. Oh, man. It was... So on one end, yeah, super humbling. Yeah. And on the other end, like, I don't know, I, I guess I kind of surprised myself at my lack of panic. Okay. I don't know why. I was like, I got one show under my belt, so I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really was. I was just like, all right, that didn't land. And I didn't Did have anything prepared. about it? Oh, I had to address it. Yeah. I was like, okay, so no no Trump jokes in Knoxville. <laughs> and they laughed at that. So yeah. I was like, okay, they're back. This is great. And I was like, made in China. Okay. You should have just like kept explaining it. Like, do you get it? Wuhan. Yeah. <laughs> The coronavirus <laughs> kind of started in China. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's why I said something. I was like, made in China. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of where to go from here. And okay. then they laughed at that. Yeah. So. They, love, they love the country puns. Uh, yeah. So it, it was fine. But okay. wow. It, uh, <laughs> it was real bad. I love it, dude. That's amazing. Uh, if someone wants to leave us a voice memo next week and tell us if you were like, if you happen to be there and yeah. tell us from your side of things. Oh, I'd love that. What it was like. Um, so yeah, I will never say that on stage again. 
And as I was going to bed that night, I was like, okay, if we have a show tomorrow night, tomorrow night in Charlotte, definitely not doing that. And I was planning on putting in the intermittent fasting, the intermittent farting. Oh, you were. Because okay. I didn't have that normally in there. Yeah. I was like, I feel good about that bit. We'll, we'll toss it in. But That would have been a good one. Whew. Okay, I've been talking a lot, Brad. No, no, I like you talking. Buddy. Give me something. I'm going to drink. I'm drinking um, out of a two liter of Mr. Pib right now. Well, okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I had some earlier, assuming that you just poured it into a normal glass normal time, most of the time. And now I'm worried I'm going to get the Rona because of that. Um, I'm sorry if you do. But you know what? I'm asymptomatic right now, so I'm fine. Um, my, my one main thought about coronavirus and the whole hysteria behind like the TP, like bulking, like buying all this stuff at, uh, grocery stores and whatnot, is that people should be buying things in bulk all the time, regardless. Especially let, things like paper towels. Exactly. That's, that's like what you're going to use. I was going to clarify. Not don't buy Yeah. Don't buy 15 apples every time. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like anything like buying in bulk is always cheaper. There's never a time where it's like, oh, it costs way more to buy 15 rolls than it does to buy three. It's like, no, always cheaper. And there, you can guarantee that you're going to use all those yeah, pieces of toilet paper in your life. And so it's like, like on one hand, I'm like, why are we buying all this toilet paper? On the other hand, I'm like, no one's going to regret any of that. Even if, <laughs> even if like the toilet paper gets replenished next week and there's more toilet paper supplies, they're still going to be like, oh, oh, well, I guess that wasn't as big of a deal to get it all right now. But if I can afford this, like if you can afford it, always buy in bulk, everything. Everything you can- Costco, think Sam's Club. Yes, everything that's not like perishable and you guarantee that you're going to use it. I, um, I bought a big old jug of peanut butter the other day because I know you, I'll use it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. hundred percent like peanut butter, uh, whatever, whatever. Fill in the blank. You you can get it. But like. Saltine crackers. Sure. Uh, Q-tips. Okay. Um, hair, haircut scissors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy those in bulk. You need a lot of those. Yeah, I like to keep them sharp. Sure. <laughs> All right, Sweeney Todd. But yeah, I think like just anything you can, just do it. Um, and, but I think there is a danger where, where, where Costco gets their, like makes most of their money is by people being convinced that they need stuff in bulk that they don't really need in bulk. Like they buy their, they then buy more stuff that they don't really need. Like packing peanuts. Sure. I'll just let FedEx do that. What was I sure. thinking? Yeah. I do not need a basement full of packing peanuts. And they don't taste nearly as good as the other peanuts I have. <laughs> oh. This is a waste of time. Uh, can we then, can we, can we transition? Uh, sorry. When I said basement full of packing peanuts, it reminded me of the foam story. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> can, we t- can we tell that story real yeah. fast? My dad, another, another story. We talked about a story that my dad loved last week with getting Zach back in the bathroom for the Royals <laughs> game. My dad, like this might be his all time favorite, like really? bachelor, like, like story from our friendship, I think. Like loves really? this story for multiple reasons. But and I guess I don't really I don't see it as that funny. Maybe because I'm the butt of the joke. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not that funny to me, guys. Quit picking on me. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're the butt. Well, go ahead and tell it and I'll explain why the, the part that he thinks is really funny. Here's what I can remember about this. It was pretty quickly after I moved to Kansas City. I moved in with Peter Casey. We're working in youth ministry together and when Peter and I get together, at least back then, we were very just like kind of entrepreneurial. Very, very. You know, very. just like, what can we start while we're working in youth ministry together? Like a side hobby, side hustle. You know, we had this like thrift <laughs> thrift shop website for like six days. And, Did you? Uh, thrifters with a Z dot com. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Uh, we we had all sorts of stuff. Snaps. You oh, know, yeah. snaps. Snaps. <laughs> um, just anything that could possibly end in a Z we were into. <laughs> But one of the things, this, I guess, was not that entrepreneurial. It was just like, this would be so sick. Yeah. I see on Craigslist one day, 
that this gymnastic, this yeah, gymnastics gymnasium is getting rid of all of their foam blocks. <laughs> and we have this huge basement where kids are coming over all the time. And we were just like, how sick would it be to fill this sucker with foam blocks? And then kids could just like play in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what we were thinking, but they were just giving away thousands of them for free. It's like, well, we got to do this. Right. And neither one of us had a truck at the time. Yeah. We both had uh, pretty small cars. So just <laughs> packing these suckers full of just bags and bags and bags and taking them back to the house. And I mean, you you did how many trips, both of you? I mean, like a dozen apiece, probably. It was so <laughs> many. It was so many. But we were like, look, all these blocks, dude. <laughs> so many blocks. I don't know what we were thinking. I'm sure at the time I could have explained this better or like had more of a rationale. But... They're pretty like gnarly blocks too. Like you'd find band-aids on them. They're yeah, pretty ratty. There was ratty. a reason they were getting rid of them for like, sure. The corners were not intact. Right. It was not like a, a perfect <laughs> prism structure. It was pretty rounded off. And they were they were like crumbling, right? Yeah. Some of them. Oh yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I remember is like touching one and like yeah, just like it was like cornbread. And they were all bagged up, so they didn't get that didn't get your car that messy. Yeah. Like two weeks later, a bunch of these high school kids for my birthday filled my car with those foam blocks. Oh, that's right. That wasn't very fun. No. Or funny. I just no. had foam blockage everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and then no I just had, I had to get it out myself. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for the birthday wishes. Good. Pre- I guess like I've only known you for a month and you like me enough to do this, I guess. <laughs> I guess you're comfortable. Yeah. Um, whatever the word is. Graffiti. That's not the right word. What's Vandalizing. The, vandalizing my car. In a small way. Um, okay, but then at the end... Yeah, you take it from here. That, that's the part that I think, and I don't remember exactly the details, but basically um, a couple years later, we'll say, uh, they decided to renovate your house. And you had a... Um, what's the word? Disciplinarian as a, um, a president of your board. As an overseer. Yes, she was a strict one. She, she got on to you guys about things. We'll just keep it at that. <laughs> And, um, she came down to the basement one day and they, all these blocks were in like their storage area of the basement. And she just goes, what are all these blocks? <laughs> and for whatever reason, my dad just loves the idea of like this woman who's very strict and very like high strung seeing all these blocks and these two like young bachelor dudes just being like, oh, we thought it was a good idea. And then never used them once. And then you got rid of most of them. But then there were still so many that you had to like store them and stash them up in like the rafters of your garage, right? Well, to get rid of them, we were like illegally dumping them. I would just- <laughs> Everywhere, yeah. I would, Cause yeah, I would just fill my car with all these bags of blocks and just drive to like an apartment complex yeah. and dump them in there until that like huge garbage thing was full and then find a new apartment complex. And eventually I just got sick of doing that. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna throw them in this crawl space <laughs> in my garage. And then they end up renovating the garage and like completely like, tear, tearing that down. We're gonna tear down the garage and make a new one. So it my dad like, loves the idea <laughs> of like uh, imagining her seeing all these blocks up there that they're supposed to get rid of. I told you to get rid of all these. <laughs> like I, I genuinely forgot that I put them up there oh, a year man. ago. So anyway, Jake and Jake and his blocks. Really, that, that sounds that sounds like a Jake idea, but that really sounds like a Peter idea. <laughs> <laughs> like Peter, I could just hear Peter being like, we should get all those blocks. Like imagine if we had all these blocks. I really think it was more my idea and Peter just didn't stop me or didn't have the nerve <laughs> to like tell me it was a bad idea. But well, I mean, if the blocks were better, I think it could have been an okay idea. Like, <laughs> but the fact that they were unusable was just, just so funny to me. No one wanted those blocks. Anyway, buy everything in bulk except for blocks. 
Do not buy blocks in block. No, no bulky blocks. So um, that's pretty much how I feel about the coronavirus. I don't want to, I don't have many more opinions beyond that of just anything, but. um, One last thing to say, and this is actually something you brought up to me, uh is the emails, dude. Dude. Yeah. Hey, here's what Eddie Bauer is doing in response to COVID-19. It's like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> it's like, I I, <laughs> when have I ever even bought from Eddie Bauer? How do you know who I am? I didn't even have the Eddie Bauer edition of my Ford Explorer back in the day. <laughs> like, yeah, who, who's, who do I got here? Like, wh- why do I need to know what Raising Cane's is doing for my uh, for COVID? Here at Yahoo, we're taking COVID-19 right. seriously. Yeah, Hotmail, here's Hotmail's response to... Uh, you guys are still in business? AskJeeves.com cares about you and COVID-19. Oh, yeah. A word from our CEO. It's like... I guarantee you, if you're reading this, you have not read a single one of those to any business that you have not used in the last month, we'll say. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no way you're reading even like the good ones, even like the Christian ones. Like, you're not reading <laughs> World Visions. I don't. You're not. I know you're not. <laughs> it's been a great, a big blessing of this whole pandemic is like, wow, there's a lot of yeah. email lists that I'm on that I need to unsubscribe from. It's time from. to unsubscribe. Boys. Yeah, from yeah. a lot of these. Oh, yeah. It, it was just like. Every day. It's amazing. Like the the progress. Like, I think I've gotten multiple from certain companies because they're like, well. We've changed we should, our policy. We should probably, <laughs> we should probably let them know in case they read that one from last week. Uh, you know, LL Bean really just like keeping me on top of things. It's like, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's a good 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 reminder. Just those emails. It's like I didn't know I even had you. I, I don't know who you are. I Sometimes just, I had to be like, what? Who? Who? Who is this? What, oh what yeah, I got do? those emails too. It was just like Thomas Newman. What I'm doing about? Like, are you a company? <laughs> Thomas. Newman. Who are you? Yeah. And then I looked. It's like some videographer. I guess I. <laughs> Bought some, I don't know. I, don't I thought know. about like uh, sarcastically <laughs> sending something out for LS Custom Creations, lscustomcreations.com and Instagram, Facebook, but I thought against it because I was like, I don't want to be insensitive to this stuff because it is a serious thing. Yeah, you got to toe the line. You do, yeah. And or so, not even get that close to it probably. Right, like look at the line, be like, hey line, but get six, six feet away. Yeah, yeah. nice, same page there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking at my email now. I, Cafe Rio? Who? <laughs> I guess that's a restaurant. I don't even know what that it's, is. It's a restaurant on the river. Cafe Rio river. Rewards. <laughs> what we're doing about UPS, Scott's Tube Flights, FedEx, Airbnb, Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle that one's actually pretty important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read that one. I've had Chipotle so much. Really? I think the queso is getting better. Okay. And I tried it. I've been loving oh, it. Have I told you that I tried it? Queso Blanco? Um, Te I gusta? Was, I thought it was okay. I think... I was hyped up because uh, Connor said it was better than the original. Connor, um, I, I think it's I think it is better, but I I thought I thought it was fine. I don't need the queso though on Chipotle. Like Chipotle is good enough for me without it. But what I recently discovered, which has made me just crave it even more, is I've taken out my sauce or spy or really what, or no no pico de gallo no and just let the queso. Pack the flavor for, sure. for me because there are tomatoes and stuff probably in the yeah. Queso. And I feel like I taste the queso more without the pico. You taste it, taste queso, taste queso. Um, interesting. No, I yeah. love pico de gallo is one of my favorite ingredients they have. It's so fun I to get, say too. Oh well, I always call it mild sauce. A pico de gallo. Yeah, you know what that means in Spanish. Oh. It's, it's an interesting, interesting thing. Okay, okay, okay. Pico, pico, paco means little, right? Or poco, un poco means little. Uh-huh. Pico de gallo. That means. Uh, a little down south. It does. It does. It just means, uh, can I just get a little down south? A little so, down south. So they always put it at the bottom of your burrito right there, and they just kind of tuck it in. Yeah. Um, a pico yeah. de nayo is up north. Correct. And the pico de guayo is- They just spread it out. Yeah, wide. Deep wide. and wide. Um, no, pico de gallo. Gallo means hen or like 
chicken, whatever. Female chicken. Correct. Um, cocks in the hen house. Uh, hen. So pico de gallo means beak of the hen. And so oh, I've been eating chicken beaks. No, no, I'm no. I'm glad I took it out. But listen to why they call it that. I think it's so cool. They call it that because it bites, but it doesn't hurt. AKA it's a little spicy, quote unquote. It has some spice, but it's not, it's not actually spicy. So you're telling so like me bites, but it doesn't hurt. I've been scared of chickens biting me this whole time and it won't even hurt. Nope. That's what hurt. I took away from that story. Yeah. Chicken, no. chicken bites don't hurt. They don't. They, they kind of pinch. They're like, Ooh, hey. Ooh, that was mild. Hey, I felt you. I felt you there. Ooh, that's kind of tingly. I felt you there on the knee pit, but you're not going to, you know, you know, draw blood. That is a fascinating way to name something. Isn't that a chicken bite? Yeah. Hmm. Pico Good for Gaia. the Spanish. Peak of the hen. Did most Spanish, like the language come from Mexico or Spain? Spain's probably older, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the etymology. I don't know if that's even the right word. I don't know I don't the edamame. <laughs> I don't oh. know the edamame parts of it. Um, no, I, I'm sure it's from Spain mostly. But there's different dialects. I think pico de gallo is only in Mexico. Or but you choose not to say pico de gallo. You say mild sauce. I do. I think that's like a uh, hipster Chipotle thing of me. Of like, hey, I was cool at Chipotle back when it said mild, medium, or hot. And now I think it says something different, like tomatillo salsa or something. Oh, interesting. You know, and so I always call it mild. Did you know two things? Tell me. Uh, Chipotle menu quiz. Okay. Did you know that you can, it's not a quiz. It's a, did you know? Sorry. Okay. Um, do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> uh, you can get two different things. Okay. It's two things that are on the menu. Kind of the same thing. Okay. Quesadilla? No. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, a margarita? <laughs> yes. And two, you can get like a $13 margarita with Patron. Yes. They have, if you ever look, there's Patron in the yeah. fridge. Yeah, I think that's so, so funny. It's so weird that they have alcohol in general there because it's like a fast food feeling restaurant. And it's like pretty upper end tequila. Like yeah. so random. $13? I think, not... it's, I think that's the Patron margarita. No way, dude. I've seen a few people have margaritas there before. Um, really? I want to see it so bad. It's pretty normal looking like... Like to the point where you might have seen it and not realized it was a margarita. They put it it's in a like burrito. A no, yeah. They just wrap it up for you. They put it in there. You would never know. It's just in a plastic cup, I think. And it's just like, oh, there it is. Is it really? It's just in their normal plastic cups? Uh-huh. Oh. Well, no, not in like a, not in like a, not in like a paper cup. It's like, I think it's a different plastic cup. Oh, I see. I guess like that is paper. a plastic cup, but it's, yeah, it's not the same. Um, anyway, yeah, I did know that, but there's no way I'll ever do that. Like very rarely will I ever buy alcohol in public anyway, because it's like you can get it so much cheaper at home and there's no free refills ever. <laughs> and so why would I do that? Uh, but no, never would I get margarita there. One thing about the Chipotle app, which I've gotten pretty familiar with because uh, no go inside anymore. Oh, so they bring it out to you? Yes. So you, you could still like do carry out, which I don't know why I keep doing that because delivery is free. I guess it's just kind of fun to get out of the house. Yes, seriously. You know, but yeah. in the app, you could select, I want a 20 or 32 ounce drink, but there's no way to put what you want to drink. And there's no notes section. It's not like Postmates where you can add in a note. What? There's no notes. No notes. Luckily, I mean, they know this. So they, when you go, they're like, who are you? And oh, okay. I say, I'm Jake. And then they say, you have soda? Okay. And then I say, yes, Mr. Pib, please. That's interesting though. That, that seems like a really easy thing to add in the app of like. Right? This Especially is people are going to be hitting this hard. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I am not a fan of delivery. I feel like they, the few times I've done it, they've skimped me big time. There was one time I got a burrito and it was like a baseball. It was so tiny. I was like, what is this thing? I thought it was like the wrong ingredients. No, it was the right ingredients. It just was very little of all of them. Today, I took my last few bites of my Chipotle burrito on the pickleball court and then just started playing pickleball How and we'll rumble in the jungle for a while. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably just going to hang back for the next few <laughs> points for like 20 minutes. 
uh, before I get in a pool or rush the net. <laughs> right. Because that's the rule, I think. You can't get in the kitchen after you eat the Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Can't get in the kitchen 20 minutes after eat Chipotle. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's a pickleball joke, guys. That's a, that's that's for our pickleball fans out there. If you're listening, uh, Pickleballers92. Um, Just you know. a little pickle jargon for you yeah. guys on this Monday. Yeah. A little pickle jar. Again. I wouldn't be surprised if no one really listens to our podcast for the next couple months. Really? Just like when, like, when would they do it? Inside oh, of yeah. their homes? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did you see there was one person on their Instagram story this week? It was amazing. They posted like them road tripping. I think they're in New Zealand or something. Uh, I'm sure this woman will say something to us. Uh, woman. She's a girl. She's 25 probably. But She hasn't uh, earned womanhood yet. <laughs> oh, have a baby and then we'll talk. Has she even had her debutante yet? <laughs> probably not. She's definitely not had her deb ball. Um, <laughs> but she, she was like, uh, all these people can't hang. But it was like a recording of us. Like it was like her listening to it and showing this 15 passenger van. <laughs> Everyone's just asleep. <laughs> Everyone's asleep. It was like, oh, cool guys. <laughs> but it was hilarious too. It was like, just listening to us. It was like when we were talking about like, it's if it's a normal name or if it's a name like Kensington or something. Uh, and so I'm like saying, it's like Kensington and all these people are just dead asleep. Like, dang, they didn't love it. They did not enjoy the Kensington joke. But um, so there, those people are listening on the road. Other people have said they're listening, you know, WFH working from home. But, oh, I've been seeing that, that acronym around town. <laughs> what is woof? Uh, yeah, I'm like, what does this mean? Will? Oh, yeah. Will what for? Will, f- I think there should be another letter in there. I, I couldn't figure it out. Work from a home. Um, what, what about, do you know what O-O-O means? That's a corporate one, too. Oh, it's, it's usually a capital O, little O, big O. Out of order. Close? V- vending machine. Oh, out of office. Yes, very good. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Uh, what about EOB? EOO. EOD is end of day. What are you saying? End of end of breakfast. End You're of close. Bu- end of bullet points. End of uh, biweekly bu- bulletin. Uh, the bishop. Let me think, think about of- the stock markets or something like that. Uh, brokerage. No, sorry. That that maybe that's a bad idea. End of business. Same, basically like same thing as end of day. Oh, it's just the end like of end the of business, business day. day. EOB. Oh, okay. Um, Start using that. Yeah, those are about all I got, I think, that I can remember from the corporate life. But WFH, I think, is one that's definitely a corporate thing. Do you think um, Fifth Harmony's song, Work From Home, is oh, crushing it? It's in my head, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to go to work, for, for sure. Yeah. I saw that the that old song, It's the End of the World, is mm-hmm. like skyrocketing right now. It's really? like doing better than it ever did when I first came out, um, which is interesting. You know who sings that? R.E.M.? Good song. Mm. Um. Was, oh, it's my I favorite was watching, part of sleep. For sure. The best part. Um, I was watching something on Hulu and then it was like the most recent episode. And then it, so it just like went to an automatic show that I didn't choose, you know, basically. And it was the first episode of The Last Man on Earth. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. Will, Will Arnett. He's an SNL guy. Anyway, um, first episode, like the very first scene, I only watched like 20 seconds of it. But it said the year 2020, one year after the virus. And I was like, holy cow. Oh, mama. Yeah. Didn't watch anything else, but I thought that was kind of interesting that they called it. Not huh. really, but. I saw that there is like this movie Contagion that's like decently old or not that old, but several years old is like trending on Twitter because I guess it's pretty close <laughs> to like, like, yeah, that's pretty close happening. to what's happening. Really? Yeah. Crazy times. Crazy times, man. While we're on the, somewhat on the subject of you consuming uh, things or maybe sure. our podcast this week, one quick thing we want to say is I think we're ready to, to get on YouTube.com, especially now that maybe it would be easier to watch us rather than listen to us because sure. you are WFH at... Yeah, you got... No, just keep it. Keep it. Don't say it again. They know. Yeah. Because you're doing that. Yeah. Maybe it'd be more fun <laughs> to watch us. 
So if you're out there, preferably if you already have Adobe Premiere Pro experience, you don't need to be a, uh, super proficient, but I think if you... You have to have it. Yeah. If you're already paying for it, that'd be ideal. So you're not having to pay, you know, 20 bucks a month for this. Let's say if I, if you would know how to like, let's see, if I say like, I need you to get the right, the white balance right. By EOB. By EOB. Could yeah. you do that? Do you know what that means? If you Are know you how O-O-O? to adjust the white balance, then that's, uh, that's all it takes. Okay. That's the barometer. Because <laughs> Dwight never lies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're looking for someone uh, to potentially edit our videos for YouTube. And I think I could teach you a way where it won't be super long. Obviously, you'll have to watch the whole thing. But hopefully, if you're listening, that won't be a big deal. Yeah. Because you, like you, you like us already. You really like us. Yeah. So hit us up, email us, um, and we'll go from there. But yeah, we are seeking a video editor. And yeah, we'll go from there. We'll figure it out. We'd like to get our stuff on YouTube.com. Great. ASAP is possible. ASAP. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do some... Do you have anything else to say about anything? Uh, sure, but we'll save it. Okay. I have some, uh, you want to do some quick swicks? Quick swicks. Okay. Tell them about it. So we got a, a fans out in Ohio, Cincinnati area. Some Last of our name, favorites. Some of our favorites for sure. Last name, Swick, uh, Steve and Kirsty, Scuba Steve, K Sweezy. They, um, they're married. Uh, they were messaging me on Instagram. I, I messaged Steven and I said, hey, we're about to record any uh question or anything we could talk about uh this week and they almost immediately sent me eight nine different questions they were quick they were quick on the swick questions uh so these these are called quick swicks or swicks yeah quick swicks um so we're just gonna ask these questions and we're gonna go through them they're very random and i love them okay i have um, no idea what they are okay first one here jake you are at a big family dinner thanksgiving for instance uh do you want the food in a buffet line that you go through or on the table to be passed around what do I, oh, I don't know if I have a preference on this. Do you? Okay. I would much rather have a buffet line um, because you don't have to wait in line as long. I usually just kind of sit on the couch and watch the line go through and then I can get in and get out and get on with my life. Yep. The more I think about it, that's true too. Okay. Because let's be honest, I'm not eating a ton. Yeah, you're of, not having the eggs. Yeah, I'm not eating the deviled eggs, no. not eating a ton of green beans. Right, right. So then I got to say that out loud. Jake, you want the green beans? Right. No, I'm 28 and still don't like vegetables. It's you're embarrassing, Grandma. Like, like the All pale, right, stop asking me about like, it. <laughs> you're having like the pale plates, like mashed potatoes, turkey, and a, a roll. Kind of a beige color scheme right. to my <laughs> Thanksgiving plate. Very, very yeah. Uh, sepia. Yeah, um, so I think I would prefer a buffet. Right, because then you don't get shamed as easily. The shame you goes down. You get exactly what you want. You get as much as you want. Sometimes with the buffet, too, you know, um, okay, we... Like, I, I'm one of the last people in line, therefore I can, I can go pretty hard on these mashed potatoes right now. You know, whereas like before it's like, I don't know, maybe I should keep some. Then you pass it around and then it's way on the other side of the table. You have to ask for the mashed potatoes again. No. Grandpa's got short arms. It's oh, going to yeah. take forever. Yeah. We call him T-Rex because his name is Rex. Um, <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, when you were a kid on the diving board, did you have a spotlight effect? Like everyone was looking at you like on Sandlot. I think so. I think I did too. Yeah. I didn't, I'd never felt that comfortable on the diving board. I, I didn't grow up with any kind of pool necessarily. Yeah. Was never taught how to do anything cool off the diving board. So right. I was like, get me off this. Right. I loved doing cannonballs. Big Brad, you know, people love me on the diving board. Oh yeah. Brad, do another one. Do it. Big splash. <laughs> Guys, watch out. Brad's coming. <laughs> I would be like, let's go on your feet. Um, not really that extreme, but yes, I... I loved, loved it. So there were some people, 
I, I, I would like to see Bill and I explain this. There were some skinny little boys yes. who found a way to make the biggest splashes. Right. I don't know how they did it. They were always the same kids that had like no pain tolerance. I feel like, like they were like randomly like able to, you know, be a linebacker when they're 125 pounds or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And they get so sweaty in PE. Yes. They, they go so hard at sure, PE. Sure. They had big foreheads probably too. Probably. Yeah. They were big foreheads. And they guys. were, they were so good at making big, I would like to see a sports science episode on how they got those splashes that big. Yeah. They, they'd probably say it's all about the form. Well, not all about it, but in their case. Probably mental toughness too. Um, so that was quick swick number two. Swicks, quicks, quick swicks. Number three, what's the limit on how big a yard needs to be before you can get a riding lawnmower? Great question. Jeez. Oh, so three for three on things I have never thought about before. <laughs> when was the last time you mowed a lawn? Mowed a lawn? I guess it's been a while. Yeah. I, mean, I grew up, we had a pretty big yard. You had a riding lawnmower. Got it. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and so I would mow that that from time to time. But it's been a while since I mowed a lawn. Uh, are they looking for this answer in acreage? Oh, square footage. If if you have an acre, I think you're good. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't honestly. I'll be transparent. Time. I don't really know what an acre is. I don't. I can't tell you. Like, oh yeah, that's probably ten acres right there. Here's a little secret to help you learn. Okay. No one knows. Okay. No one knows Seriously? how big an acre is. No, because like people are like, yeah, it's about fifty acres, and I'm always like, oh yeah. And I, in my head, I'm like, is that like a baseball field or is that like, yeah, the Scott Trade Center? I don't know. Yeah. Is that the size of Rhode Island or is that just like the size of, yeah, my backyard right totally. now? Totally. Like I'm such a city boy in that regard. I will say my dad knows, but I think he's the only one. Okay. So like if you, yeah, ask him, but okay. no one else knows, I think. Like I think we have an acre of land. You're on an acre lot? I don't know. Either I think it's an acre smaller. or a half acre. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're a full acre. Like we have a pretty big lot and I don't remember, maybe, maybe the uh, church house that I lived at was one acre. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so my answer is, I think it's subjective. Right now I have somebody uh, mow my lawn for me and it's awesome. Nice. Uh, but it's because, you know, time is money for me. And so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give this guy 30, 40 bucks to mow my lawn. And it takes him 30 minutes because he's got one of those really nice ones. Oh yeah, and in those thirty minutes, I can get stuff done. Um, but I think if you can play a game of pickup flag, uh, two hand touch football in your yard, then you should be able to have a riding lawnmower. I was gonna go yeah, an adult it. game of pickup flag, not like a not like five year olds playing out there, not mini mites. Here is my scale: if you have two children under the age of six and they can find all of the Easter eggs you hid in your yard in under 10 minutes, mm. then it's it's just standing mower time. Okay. That's if good. it's more than a 10-minute Easter egg hunt, get that riding lawnmower. You deserve it. Yeah. Sit on okay. that deer. <laughs> Sit on the deer, baby. Yeah, ride it. Love it. Love it. All right. Hope that helps. Quick swick, number four. How good does it feel to have your laundry done? Oh, this one's for me. <laughs> How good does it feel to have your laundry done now that you've obeyed your wife? Uh, yeah, I did obey my wife. I did move my uh, socks the right way. And it does feel nice. I have like five pairs of Adidas socks that are like better than any other socks. And for the longest time, none of them were available. And I was just like, <laughs> available. <laughs> none of them were there. They're were all at the bottom. They were unavailable. Catherine uh, stood, stood her ground and she now wins. So uh, that was quick sick four. Quick sick five. Does the fact that I don't know how to use or even know the names of most tools make me less of a man? What do you think? I mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, for me, masculinity is all about just woodworking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what it comes down to. Woodworking and chest hair. 
Sure. And cooking steak. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, cooking steaks oh, on the yeah. grill. Yeah. Yeah. Rare. Yeah, there's only, only a few rare. ways to be masculine. I want my steak to bleed. No, I think there are uh, some non-traditional ways to be masculine. I get it. Uh, there's things that I, you know, no one's asking me to fix their chainsaw. Yeah. I don't think, unless I, I know, I don't see every DM. Not, so yeah. I, they, <laughs> sure. they could, they could have sure. asked. It went away before you could respond. Yeah, maybe they tagged me in their story asking about chainsaw help. Um, you weren't much of a Family Force 5 guy, though, growing up, so that's probably why. I get the joke, but whoa, you could not be more wrong, because I love Family Force <laughs> 5. Did you really? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute, put a little love in it. Yo, being a Caitlin Triplet, Buffalo Chicken Dip, oh, we got down. Oh, I, bet, I bet you guys recorded some good videos, good dance videos in your basement of those. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You Buffalo Chicken. Oh, Family Force 5, I haven't thought about that in forever. <laughs> Bow to your knees and crack it <laughs> like a chainsaw. Uh, uh, speaking of really niche uh, Christian artists, yeah. our, one of our managers touring with us, Daniel, the man. Oh, Love yeah. Daniel. Uh, we were, oh, wait, different guy. Hold on. I'll talk about edit, Daniel edit, later. Edit. Uh, no, Daniel's still great. I, don't take back what I said. We were at dinner one night after the show, and this guy, don't know his name, don't know who this guy was at all. I asked Trey after we got done with the dinner, I said, hey, who is that guy that I was talking to? And he said, I don't know who he is either. So <laughs> just we have a mysterious man at dinner with us. And me and Daniel and Billy, the other managers, are going back and forth talking about all this like cheesy Christian music we used to listen to. Uh-oh. You know, like Sanctus Real, sure. Audio Adrenaline Dude. Uh, audio you know, A, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, Newsboys. Newsboys. DC Talk. Switchfoot. Yes. Hawk Nelson. Sure. All this stuff. And then we were talking about first concerts, and I go, Stephen Curtis Chapman. And yeah. then that's when, old guy, we were sitting... It's like a 12-person, very long rectangular table. We are perfectly diagonal, so okay. it could not be further away. He says, I used to manage Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, and I no said, way. no way. <laughs> and he said, which concert did you go to? And I said, I don't remember, but the album art, he had like a, a black turtleneck on. He said, oh, yeah. I was there for that photo shoot. And I said, that's awesome. No way. I that's said, saddle one. up your horses, yeah. dude. <laughs> and he loved that. And you guys started, like, you guys stood up together like, saddle up yeah, you guys like freaked out together about it. I love it. Yeah, it was so sick. <laughs> That's the album that he did dive, I think. That was his big. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was like his coming out party. Um, um, yeah. That's great. What were we talking about before that? Oh, masculinity. Real quick, now that I'm thinking about Daniel, yeah. he's from Alexandria, Virginia. And so I said, oh, remember the Titans? Right. And he had all this like fun fact knowledge of like what was true and wasn't true. Give me a few. Um, Gary Bertier yeah. did get in a car accident that uh-huh. paralyzed him, but it wasn't until after the state championship game. He played in that game. You're kidding. I am not. Get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> or don't go as he's like, don't come in here. Uh, shoot, really? Which makes me feel better because, I mean, got to be one of the worst driving things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Just... Oh, light screen. You know what I'm going to do? Take my eyes off the road and gun it. <laughs> you! You, <laughs> you, Gary! <laughs> no, you, man! As he guns it, not looking. Gary, head yeah. on a swivel. You play linebacker. Seriously. I know you know about this. Yeah. Oh, man. He was probably one of those guys that did really big can openers in the pool. Wasn't used can to... openers. <laughs> That's definitely what they were called. It was one of those things like, who named this? Why is there a name for like a, a, a move into the pool? <laughs> Like, how does that, how do we all know? Oh, that's something I've thought of before. Like, everyone grew up making those stupid little S's in elementary school where they oh, look yeah. like, how did we do that without the internet? How did we all know to do that? Probably Disney Channel or something, right? I guess. Like, they, they, 
define the culture for us back in the day. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of stuff that I found out we all did, but it's like, how did we all end up doing this? <laughs> how did we all play MASH? How did we all do cootie, cootie catchers? Cootie catchers, yeah. How did we all love gel pens? You know, like all this stuff. Gosh, I love gel pens. It seems somewhat, yeah, specific to your friend group. It's like, no, we all did it. Commercials? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that that's a good question. Um, does the fact that I don't know how to use or even know the names of most tools make me less of a man? No. Because I didn't know how to do any tools until after I got married. I felt like a man before I was married. The way you treat people and the way you lead yes. the relationships and the friendships around you, that's what makes you a man. 100%. There's a lot of people out there that are not very manly that uh, know a lot about tools. Um, okay. Quick swick number whatever. Five. Also, monkeys know how to use tools and they're not that manly. They're 0%. Well, let's not get into it. <laughs> They're 0% manly, according to me. Um, when you pump gas, is it acceptable to get back in the car if it's cold? Or are you obligated to tough it out regardless? Yeah, get back in the car. Totally. I mean, don't leave the car running. Keep the door open before you pump the gas. Because it's all like, you're going to get electrocuted. Have you heard that? Yeah. Bring it. I've and never seen any, I don't know a single person. Don't know a single person myself that's gotten electrocuted. I've also heard too, like the reason you're not supposed to start your car when you're pumping gas is like it could backfire. Which hasn't happened since like 1938, I feel That's like. That's the reason? Yeah, like if your car were to backfire, really? then you go you go back. To, right, you, you're backfired. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, um, you're backfired to wherever you're going next. So so you start your car even? No, I, I, I don't roll those dice. I think those people, I mean, talk, talk about a true man. I think those people <laughs> are hardcore. You can know as few tools as you want if you want to <laughs> pump your gas while your car is started. Like I, I will not do that. But yeah, get in the car, no doubt. Definitely. Yeah. You know, a little very specific pet peeve of mine is when it happens a lot at gas stations, but it can happen anywhere. Someone, it's winter time. You are in the car somewhere, any seat. Mm -hmm. And someone like leaves the car really quickly, maybe to pump gas, maybe to go get something. And they leave the door open. I am so chilly Just in here. Shut it. Yeah. Please shut the door. Oh yeah. I I'm, hate that. I'm, I'm pretty like, yeah. Anytime there's like extreme changes like that in temperature, I get frustrated. That's that's a, that's something that we could have put on our March Madness bracket. It's like, a lack of self awareness. Right, like you're like, in the think cold. Think about other people. Think here. about how cold I am now. Yeah, you've changed my environment. Yeah, and you've compromised your environment that you're getting back into. Guess what? Yeah, it's going to take more time to reach homeostasis because the climate in here is different. Right, because you didn't homeostay in the car. You nimrod. Yeah. Okay. Quick swick number seven. We are all critical of the Chipotle burrito wrappers. Speaking of Chipotle, the people that wrap the Chipotle burrito burritos. But Whoa. <laughs> have you ever successfully wrapped a burrito that big on your own? I haven't even like put a diaper on a baby. So I definitely haven't wrapped a burrito. Right. Because that's kind of the order of operations there, I think. Right. Like I've, I felt more comfortable with my burrito wrapping once I had Hattie. For yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So no. no. Wait, are they saying we're critical of that or they are critical? As a, He said as a, we are all like I think it's just like a general societal thing. Oh, um, I don't get that many things in my burrito. So I think I, mine are always wrapped fine. I stuff mine pretty good. I yeah. get double white rice, double mild salsa. Um, but I don't get critical of them. I understand that you get, you get a fork in there and you just scoop it up. Second drink, second meal. Second burrito? Yeah. Yours like falls apart and you just scoop it up with a fork, like in a plate. It doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't normally fall apart either. But yeah, every once in a while it does. Because they have, they give you the basket because I always eat it there. I'm not a to-go guy. No. Um, so... Sorry, I didn't have a better answer to that question. <laughs> All right. Quick swick. Number eight. Did Humble Salt get too humble to do more ads? Oh, <laughs> I guess so. Hey, we are always looking for more ad partners. Honestly, I use Humble Salt all the time to this day. Um, and we had an agreement for three ads and they did them and they loved it and they said it worked out well. Uh, so love to 
partner with you again, Davis. Um, uh, quick swing number nine, final one. Why do they call it woodworking when you're the one doing all the work? I'll, I'll go ahead. And, I'll go ahead and take this one. That's funny. A uh, true woodworker recognizes the beauty of each kind of wood and helps it work for him in order to him or her, excuse me, uh, in order to really embellish and beautify the piece. So the wood does work alongside of you. You have to make sure you're putting in the right grain directions in order for it to work as well. So if Isaac were down here, he would tell you that's freaking true. So sounds like a beautiful symbiotic relationship you have with the wood, Brad. I do. I have a great symbiotic relationship. I know exactly what that word means. I think it means like two things cohabitating that aren't like the same species. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where do, where do the weak guys use it in your conversations? Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Symbiotic. It's not Lion King related. I'll I was just about right to now. say, not Mufasa. It's symbiotic. <laughs> That's not funny. Not poombiotic. <laughs> not probiotic. Not comonobiotic. <laughs> it's symbiotic. Okay. That, uh, Forget been, about it. That has been uh, Quick Swicks. Um, brought to you not by Humble Salt, but by the Ghostwriters Podcast, Triplet Media, Jake Triplet Media, and Ellis Cousin Creations. Thank you for listening. Awesome. Yeah, I got some fun. real quick bullet points Great. for us, Brad. Love it. One, episode one or two, I think you talked about the band Surfaces. Yes. They're popping off right now. They're Dude. on Spotify top hits right now. Are Sunday they really? Best. Yeah, they're like, that song's crushing. Which one? Sunday Best. Oh, it's such a fun. And as as the weather gets better, guys, they this, just get this, more and more fun to listen to. Groovy. Like that. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait for the summer nights playing pickleball with you, Jake. Meadowbrook Park. Bumping. Yes. Bumping surfaces. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. Oh. Oh, that's nice. What a I'm, glorious day. That's cool. I didn't know they were they were so successful. Yeah. So they're, they're seeing a lot of success. Uh, another thought I had. I think recently we have been putting clips on Instagram of our, or we've been doing that for a while, but uh -huh. I, more recently I've been seeing comments are like, I'm so glad this clip ended up on Instagram, which makes me think you guys should tell us beforehand. Yeah. I would love to know which one. Yeah. If there's anything like stood out to you, like I would love to see the video footage of this clip. Right. Let us know. We have like, them all. Yeah. They're all recorded. Yeah. It's like I have decent discretion, but it's nice to know what you guys want as sure. well. Absolutely. Uh, another bullet point. Thank you ghosties out there for all the fun, uh, encouraging, supporting uh, Old Spice comments. Because yes. those really do help. And they're really funny most of the time. Because it was funny. You know, on the podcast, we talked about the thick hashtag. Right. And then they changed it on me. So oh, I didn't did? use that. What was it? It was just, uh, I don't even know what, it, I don't even remember. Okay. But Sorry it wasn't thick with eight C's. Okay. But there were so many people who commented that. And I was like, they're, they listen to the podcast. No one else would know that. So that's awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, what else was going to say? Oh, we have a uh, fan of the week, quick blank of the week. Love it. Fan of the week. Fan Mine of the week. goes to Shay, who was at the Knoxville show, who showed up in an Ellis custom creations t-shirt. Let's go. It was awesome. I freaked out. That is awesome. Imagine like you, you didn't see her at the concert. Imagine you're just like walking down the street beforehand and this girl's got an Ellis custom creations shirt on. I would lose my mind. It was so cool. That is awesome. Just seeing it out in the wild. Yeah. It was awesome. We took a picture That's and it was great. really fun. So Shay, thanks for coming out. It was really fun. She drove like an hour and a half to the show. Really? Yeah. That's so fun. That was kind of crazy too. I would ask a lot of people like, oh, you from Louisville? You from Knoxville? Yeah. And more often than not, yeah. No, about an hour out. That's like, awesome. Whoa, dude. You guys really it. like Trey Kennedy. <laughs> or you. You never know. Mainly Trey. <laughs> uh, my fan of the week has to go to another person that bought a uh, Ellis Custom Creations t-shirt and her friend, Brooke and Holly. Shout out. They are Kansas Cityans. I listen ah. to the podcast, um, have been a fan of Jake for a long time, or Holly has been a fan of Jake for a long time. Oh. Brooke was like, yeah, Holly would uh, make all these inside jokes about your podcast, and I wouldn't really understand what they were. So she's like, you got to listen to this thing. 
And so they are now listeners of the podcast and uh, they are also um, part of helping feed Hattie food. So thank you for <laughs> buying a Yellow Scouts Creations t-shirt and doing your part. Uh, I believe Brooke was also a K-Stater. So every man a wildcat. Thank nice. you, Brooke. Ema. Holly, you've not helped me financially in any way or helped feed my we'll future daughter, but we'll figure it out. She's listening to the podcast. And so we're going to get more uh, ads from that, you know, from people. If you know somebody that needs to add on podcasts, mm, mm, uh, we'd mm. love to do it. So mm. Yes. So those are my fans of the week. Awesome. Fans of the week. From here, do we want to go voice memos? I would love that. I think we have uh, a few to look at this week. What's up, guys? It's Cole Claiborne again. Hey, I just feel the need to set the record straight with Brad about St. Louis. I don't know if this is going to come out. I, I don't even, I don't know when this one's going to come out. I'm recording this late on a Monday night. But as a Cardinals fan, I have to say, the label of best fans in baseball came from the media back in the 90s. Most fans, most true Cardinals fans, if they ever use that term, they use it ironically to make fun of it because it is objectively one of the dumbest monikers in all of sports. So anybody who says that and claims to be a Cardinals fan, they're just dumb because nobody who's a real Cardinals fan actually calls themselves the best fans of baseball. Also, the Rams left because their owners were greedy, not because the fans did not support them. They have This is a dumb way to back this up, but the XFL team, tons, tons of fans at the games. St. Louis loves their sports. They love their baseball. They love the Rams. The owner was greedy. Best fans of baseball, stupid. Peace. <laughs> the owner's greedy. You fit a lot in there in yeah. 60 seconds. I, okay. Let's I, go I Missouri. Have, I have nothing to say except for, okay, you got me. I don't. I didn't know that thing about best fans in baseball. Uh, I just had seen it. It's a social media thing to me. I'd seen people making fun of the people, like the Cardinals fans, because they like they post videos of like Cardinals fans doing mean, bad things on this best fans in baseball Twitter account. Uh, um, I see. So that's the main way I've, I've heard about it. And then the Rams thing. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's I guess you just don't have enough people in your city, man. Um, get some more people in there because the Chiefs have a small market. They're doing just fine. They won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Did you hear that Todd Gurley uh, is released? Yeah, I've been reading some articles that they want us to go after him. Yeah, but I I don't think we should. I saw people thinking he's going to retire. Like he at 25, like, but he's got like he's, he's his body's messed up. Apparently. I saw he has like degenerative de, 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 <laughs> WFH <laughs> degenerative arthritis in his knee. Okay, which I feel like is not something. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't want that, right? And I don't think most 25 year olds have it. So probably. okay, that seemed rare. Yeah, I got over mine pretty quickly, but I know that's not Did normal. You? Good for you. Yeah. I got pickled knees. It's like tennis elbow. Yeah. But yeah, pickled knee. You took uh, Truellis for your arthritis. Yes, Truellis. <laughs> Side effects, man. Hey, yeah. Thanks for the call, uh, Cole Claiborne. Yeah. Uh, go Chiefs and Royals. Hey, Jake and Brad. This is Autumn from good old Bolivar, Missouri. Look up Bearcats. Um, I love the podcast. I've listened to every episode twice. It's definitely my favorite. Um, my question for you guys is, Jake, I know you're a huge fan of The Bachelor and that's what you want to be known for. So if you guys were on The Bachelor, night one, or Bachelorette, stepping out of the limo, what would be your way to impress The Bachelorette? Brad, in this case, The Bachelorette is Babe of the Week, Catherine Ellis. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Autumn. That was great. Lick them, um, Bearcats. Lick them. I, uh, I actually had this thought the other day when I was entertaining Hattie. You, you learn new, new things that you have. Uh, <laughs> you had this exact thought of like, I'll use this if I'm on The Bachelor. <laughs> no, but I had the thought of like, if anybody ever says like, what's the random talent that you have that 
And I was like, okay, I could I could wow, wow the bachelorette with this. Um, it is that I am really good at snapping my fingers. Oh, I could out snap you. No, okay, but how do we challenge each other? I, well, I don't I don't know. Let me just let, let me just yeah. My my hands are all snappy now. Uh, <laughs> My are all sweaty. Uh, I, so I got nervous. those snappy all hands. All of a sudden I get so nervous and my, my snap hands are off. <laughs> I do like triplets a lot, which probably you do too because you're Jake triplet. That makes sense. Oh, we'll come back. To, well, I'll just say it right now. A woman in Louisville who met me, she's like, okay, I got to know. What's your real last name? I oh, said, really? what's up? She said, I mean like Trey. It's a good stage, stage name. Yeah. And, well, she made a good point that I didn't even think of. She's like, well, just Trey is three and triplet is three. So oh, I just yeah. thought you made that up to fit with him. And, and you like, got Johnny Triad next time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this never once crossed my mind. That's a funny coincidence, but it's my real last name. Yeah. Okay. Triplet snapping. So yeah, triplet's like. Oh, <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, I'm wet. I got wet thumbs. Yeah, you do. I told you. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, they're so sweaty. I got. I got. So nervous. Oh, I got a. I got um a tropical climate in my hands right now. <laughs> oh, good. I was a little slower there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. I think so you outsnapped me. I was doing like kind of a beat. I was like. I'm not hearing it. <laughs> so that's what you would do. Yeah, I, I, I get a limo, I'll be like, lady, what up, girl? Hey. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh my gosh. Everyone else just leave. Just get out. It's over. <laughs> I think what will make it great is if it goes on for a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like way longer than it should. About a quarter of the way through. <laughs> Just keep going. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's my answer. That's a great answer. Hattie uh, was loving it. Yeah. She, she was doing the ABCs and I was doing that along with her. And she did a good job of staying on beat. So, Wow. That's funny. Okay. Um, I don't know what my answer is. I'll just start talking. We'll see what comes out. Love it. I think I would maybe also do your, something. Maybe that's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would have no plan. I, I think I would also do something musical. Mm-hmm. Maybe I plan to do something kind of self-deprecating. So like maybe, yeah, here, here it is. Okay. I step out of the limo with like a boom box and I'm like, yo, check this out. And then I like press play and there's nothing even in there. Okay. Like it just, I, I want it to not work so okay. that it could be funny how poorly it goes for me. But okay. then the way I like play it off and like still have confidence and like the swagger that I'm so like, I don't need that. Or I don't know what I say. <laughs> sure. Like I play it off or I just dance to silence. Yes. I'm like, well, you get it. I think I could make it funny. Yeah. And then they'd be like, that was hilarious. That guy like totally had a dance prepared and didn't get to do any of it. Right. <laughs> that would and be kind reality, of funny. In reality, you're like, I didn't really have any. No, that prepared. was the plan the whole time. That, yeah. That was what I was going to do. Oh, yeah. I like that. I think I'll do something like that. And then you're very memorable because you were the uh, one guy. Boombox kind of guy. Feel, oh, I kind of felt bad for him. But you know what? He's so confident in himself that he just goes for it. And he was wearing that black jacket. Oh, oh that black jacket. Oh, wow. That really made me zoom me in on his, <laughs> his dimples. I, I bet know. he spent $29.95 on that jacket. <laughs> and that seemed like a lot to him because he doesn't really buy clothes. <laughs> Love it. Dude. That's what they would say. But yeah, I think if I had more time to think of it, I could really wow her. Oh, for sure you would. Yeah. But actually, I'm totally fine with that answer. I love I'm, it, actually. I'm fine with mine. Perfect. Yeah. I think I would I would bag my dough. Nice. I'm gonna be practicing this week. So one, two, three, four. One. I'm gonna practice on my own time. 
No, practice. Uh, no, I don't want you to watch practice me. right now while Dad, we were... dad, dad. <laughs> a thousand. A thousand before bed. <laughs> I'm not giving up on my dream. I'm giving up on yours. <laughs> All right, we got two more. Hey, what's cooking, Big Daddy and Jake? This is Mr. <laughs> Steve checking He's in back. up from Minnesota again. And I had a pretty thought-provoking, deep question for you guys to consider this week. And what I wanted to know was if you guys could defy the laws of nature and have two animals be bred together and make a hybrid animal. And this animal would be your pet and would give you complete obedience. What two animals would you choose to breed together? And also what would you name this animal? Like the name of the pet, not, well, actually what would you name the the name of the pet? Like Dave or something like that. And then also what would you call the, the new species? Uh, anyways, Hope you guys have a great time uh, recording this podcast. Thanks for uh, all that you guys are doing to make us laugh during these uh, uncertain times. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> let's start. Let's start saying that more. Let's bring bye bye back. Bye uh, bye. <laughs> I say uh, I say bye bye when I hang up the phone a lot. Do you bye. say bye bye or do you say bye bye? Bye bye just sounds funnier to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, bye bye. <laughs> all right, thanks. Bye bye. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Really enunciate it. I've recently started saying bye now and I hate myself every time I say it. Bye now. Okay. Bye now. And I'm like, uh, oh gosh, what have I done? I say it kind of like su- Southern funny. All right. Bye now. Bye. Roll tie. Bye. Ah, see you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> uh, I had the thought while he was recording, which two weeks in a row, I'm just thinking about something else while he's sending his <laughs> voice memo. But you know how like Chris Brown is like pretty boy and, uh, t- T-Pain is nappy boy and they have those like songs together where it's like pretty boy a in nappy boy a you would be snappy boy you oh. could c- complete the triplet of them yeah like, snappy yes. boy hey yeah <laughs> so I thought of that I love it love um it. <laughs> anyway I haven't thought of the animal thing yet lion is definitely my my first half lion's involved it gotta be what part of him the or main. her Lioness. Lion. Male lion. I Are want... you sure though? Actually, I know how much you know about lions. I think I don't. you might want the female. Why? They don't look as cool. Oh, but they hunt. Really? Oh, they hunt and protect. Oh, but they hunt. <laughs> <laughs> they do though. <laughs> oh, do they hunt? Oh, how they hunt. <laughs> oh, you ever seen a a, a, a coon dog on a, on a shot down dovetail? It's like that. It's like that, but in Africa. Can you tell I've never hunted? <laughs> Struggle through that sentence. Hey, but you're still manly. I think you're still manly, even Thank though you, you don't because I treat uh, women well. Yes. Thanks. So lions. So what were you saying about the female lions? Oh, they hunt. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Just like, I think uh, they're kind of like the dominant uh, gender of lions. Really? But the male lions look awesome. They look cool. That's what I'm, I'm going more for looks. Okay. I'm a city boy. Um, I'm not going to be hunting too often. I have a half acre, so I could, <laughs> I could hunt a little bit, I guess. Uh, but I, and then my second thought is I want, my, I'm, I'm, I want something big. Like my first reaction is like, oh, I want an elephant or something huge. Yeah, yeah. But then if it's like if it's going to be domesticated in my house, I would love it if it could like curl up next to me oh. on the foot of my bed or something. You know, or or when we're watching, uh, you know, Last Man on Earth together. Yeah. Um, and don't watch I Am Legend together. No. Oh my gosh, you you start squeezing them, <laughs> crying a little bit. Um, so I. Th- like so, so I originally thought like elephant, buffalo, you know, big buffalo guy, you know, state animal of Kansas. Um, but I'm gonna go lion and wolf. Ooh, lion and wolf. These are strong animals. Because I I want it to have some dog like obedience because I don't like cats. I, I don't want a cat. I, okay. I've always told Catherine I'm not gonna have a cat. What if, if what was that first have... animal you said? 
Um, I said, uh, the, the dog version of a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll make the wolf the <laughs> primary. I'll make him have 51% of the DNA. Okay. Uh, so it's technically more of a dog than a cat. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, he could curl up next to me, but he could also fetch, you know, really well. It would be fun to see your lion wolf fetch. <laughs> what would you throw him? Something big. Oh, yeah. Something big. Like, like, a, a, like a Black & Decker drill. <laughs> sure. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I'd feel like a, a normal bone to him. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, this is nothing. So lion... Mixed with wolf, and I would call it, um, I would call it sea biscuit. <laughs> come here, come I mean, here, that, sea biscuit. That's an obvious choice. Yeah, <laughs> naming it sea biscuit. Okay, would you do you have a name for the species itself? Uh, sea biscuitarius. That that also makes a lot that's, of sense. That's where it came from. That's where the name came from. <laughs> it was the first first gin. <laughs> like, well, we got to name the first one sea right, biscuit. Right. Okay. Um, all right. I already know what the name of my animal is going to be. Um, <laughs> do you reverse engineer it? Do you go from the name first or do you go from what? Like, did you, did you figure out the name and then you're like, okay, that means the animal is going to be this or no. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Just the name. Didn't know what your thought process was. I think a monkey is definitely involved because they're so smart. Yeah. It's like having almost a human with you. It'd be okay. nice to be like, Hey, um, insert name that I'm going to yeah. say later. Can yeah. you like get the dishwasher started? And he knows. He could get the dishwasher started. He could press some buttons. That'd be dope. Yeah. yeah. He can like set a reminder. Right. Uh, on do you my think phone. He would, do you think he would uh, care if your socks are inside out or not? He would learn to not care. He I would think. probably, yeah, he'd probably learn how to un- undo them. So I think definitely monkey, like the, I think the upper body of a monkey. Okay. Uh, and the tail. So we're going to kind of get rid of the middle of him. That's fine. Yeah. I want to keep the tail because they, they use that sucker. Do they? Uh, oh, very well. Okay. Um, that, that's their. That's what they punch in the uh, dishwasher settings with. They can. It's like yep. a, f- a fifth arm, fifth extremity for sure. them. Sure. They, they like dangle from stuff with their tail. That's cool. Also, do you know kangaroos will like hop up on their tail and like kick you with their lower legs? Like, no. That's how they fight. They the go, kangaroos. They got are strong awesome. tails. Yeah. Is that? Kangaroo? No. 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 Okay. I think it'd be tough for him to walk around if he had bottom bottom <laughs> kangaroo legs. Yeah, yeah that'd they be too bad. could swing too quickly. <laughs> They'd be running into too many things. I think bottom half would be cheetah. Ooh. And we, I would ride him places. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to go to Quick Trip? And the monkey would nod his head because he knows what Quick Trip uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. And I'd say, let's ride. You could, you could ride a cheetah. They're, they're big enough. Oh, crap. I don't know. I don't I'd, I'd get a girthy one. Okay. You, yeah. You get, you get one of those kind of like steroid induced cheetahs. Kind of like a, yeah, an uber black okay, uh, of sure. cheetah monkeys. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a cheetah bigger, black. wider, wider base. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I, I am worried though. I don't know if they could support me. They could, they'll, they'll do all right. Because I think cheetahs are so fast because their bones are really light. Oh. Oh, I might've chosen wrong. I can't go back. Too though. late though. I, what, already, what are you going to call him? Uh, his name is Secretariat. <laughs> okay. He's a Secretarius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's his species. Um, and yeah, I think it'd be really fun just to have him around. Yeah. Um, secretariat, can you pass me my hat? Yeah. And then he'd make that noise he always makes. You, (laughs) 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 that's not what I was thinking. (laughs) But yeah, something similar to that, kind of that, that parrot sound. Yeah. And it would be a babe magnet for sure. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, go to a dog park with a half monkey, half cheetah. (laughs) Yeah. He's a secretarius. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I know everyone's getting them, but yeah. What are you, Virgo? Oh no, I was talking about my animal. That was Secretarius. <laughs> that, that's something it. else. 
Good question. Hey, thanks, Mr. Steez. Always a, always a pleasure, brother. Hey, Jacob and Dad. Um, my name's Kaden. Uh, this is my second voicemail well from Utah. And my question is, what do y'all think about uh, free agency in the NFL right now? About, like, DeAndre Hopkins getting traded? And, yeah. I guys love the podcast. What do we think about the NFL free agency, agency and the trades? I think it's been a great distraction, honestly. It's it's nice when something happens. It's like, cool, there's news. There's, there's trades. This there's is exciting. Yeah. Um, I saw that the Chiefs and the 49ers, which is funny because they were Super Bowl teams, are the only teams that have not added a new player yet so far. Yeah. As of today. That's probably going to change by the time this comes out. But It uh, is interesting. It's like, okay, Chiefs, like, don't, like people are freaking out. Like, why are the Chiefs? Doing this, this, and this, and it's like, well, we are the best team. We did win the Super Bowl, guys. Like, <laughs> it's not changed that down. much. You know, we we lost some guys already. It's but, just our second show in uh, Knoxville. Let's not throw out the Trump joke <laughs> yet, okay? Let's keep it in there. It'll be funny. Jeez. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. I think there's got to be. Well, first of all, Bill O'Brien just seems like a like a like a dingus. Like, what's he doing? What? First of all, how? Whoever the owner is that said, hey, we should also make you our GM. Has Bill O'Brien really done that much in his career to be to warrant all this trust and praise in him? I don't I genuinely don't know. Like I feel like he was mediocre at Penn State, and then all of a sudden he was an NFL coach and he's been pretty good as an NFL coach, but he does all these things where he's he gave away Jadavion Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins and got like nothing back for them. Yeah. So uh that seems like a bad idea to me. Did you see what that Michael Irvin interview like the report was did about Jadavian Clowney like or about DeAndre Hopkins having too many girls around or something like yeah well he has multiple mamas. baby mamas yeah I like, did see I that don't know if that's actually true but if, if that gets like corroborated like Bill O'Brien's out right. you can't say that to someone hey but, it makes me uncomfortable that you have children with multiple women so I'd like to trade you yeah Antonio Cromartie had like 11 different kids with 11 different women and he did just fine so um <laughs> there's an idea it should be like a some sort of Brady Bunch spinoff or something that's crazy yeah it's, it was crazy i didn't realize that um maybe it was even more than that i don't know but uh i think that's crazy i think tom brady to the bucks is just unbelievable to me <laughs> one of the guys i was playing pickleball with today is a lifelong patriots fan sure he is what's his name brayden <laughs> <laughs> sure he is <laughs> and um from st louis too isn't he me and my partner uh, Lindy, we're just mopping the floor with oh, the, yeah. the picklers out there tonight. Oh, yeah. And I, so I said like, uh, Brady and Belichick out here. He's like too soon, man. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even think about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, it's way too soon. Yeah. Brady, the bucks is kind of exciting. I don't know. You know, it's kind of unbelievable out of the AFC. Totally. Yeah. And I think they, the bucks have a good amount of like weapons around him. So he could be, he could do okay there. That's going to be such a big storyline all season. Can Belichick win without Brady? Can Brady win without Belichick? Right. And I think that their Can standards... Mahomes throw for 11,000 yards? <laughs> right. I think their standards are going to be different. Like, the Patriots have to go far into the playoffs in order to, like, warrant Bill Belichick. I don't think the Bucks have to make the Super Bowl in order to, for Tom Brady to be like, okay, Tom Brady was really good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if the Bucks just have... Even a playoff season, I think they're they're warranted. Anyway, that's 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 enough football. Thank you, Caden, for asking. Um, go Chiefs. So those are our those are our voice memos for this week. Jacob. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you guys would like to send in voice memos, Brad and I are not going to have a lot going on in our personal lives to talk about over yeah. the next couple months. So feel free to send those suckers in, and uh, we will we would love to answer your questions. I think we can. Perhaps in this episode with a, a new segment that we're going to start because of our lack of content on our lives, 
called Story Time. Yeah, tell us. One a of story. us will just tell you a story about anything. It doesn't have to relate to anything we've talked about. Um, story time. Time to tell a story for all of the listeners. I want you to tell me a good story. <laughs> I want you to tell me a good story. Tell me a story. That is the theme song for story time. <laughs> uh, we haven't really talked about... Do you want to tell one? Uh, I haven't thought about one. Do you have one on tap? Uh, on tap. I love when cream soda is on tap. That tastes so good. Just cream soda. Just cream soda it. in general. Root beer on tap. Oh, um, let's see. Okay. Two. I'll give you two options, Brad. Okay. Which story would you like me to tell? Russia or, um, Thai Thai? Thai Thai. Okay. Do you know the story yet? Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. The year was probably 2014. I'm working in youth ministry. I live, I mean, technically it's a safe part of town, but there's also like kind of a, sketchy basketball court right across the street from us where the cops will get called there. Uh, you know, this Rodman hung out there one time. Yes. That was yeah. in the paper. Yeah. Check the papes, check the papes and check the papes, mister. Yeah. So it wasn't like anything I was necessarily fearful of, but you know, when there's a bunch of kids around, it's just something you're aware of that like, mm -hmm. Oh, we hear things. We hear that that's kind of a spot where things get, you know, delivered and dropped off and exchanged. Right. And Uber eats. <laughs> that's a drop spot yeah. for them. And anyway, I am alone at the house with two high school boys, K-Life kids, um, when a man uh, urgently knocks at my door and I open it and he is a very large African-American man, 6'5", 280. I thought he was Tom Bahali for sure. a split second. I was like, oh, what's he doing here? Shouldn't you have practice or something? Yeah. And he says, hey, you know Ty Ty? And I go, oh, uh, and I'm just like kind of in like protective mode of like, there's these kids here. Yeah. Um, I, so I feel like I should, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, my mind's going crazy. My, I'm going a mile a minute right now. <laughs> and so I'm like, Tai Tai? No, no. Uh, sorry. Are you at the right house? And he's like, you don't know Tai Tai? And then I'm like getting scared. Like what this guy's got to do something to me. I let me, go, let me go see if he's in the back. Let me yeah. go see if he's in the back. Let me, hey kids, why don't you go to the back and see if he's there and grab a phone yeah. what, just in case let's call Ty Ty. And they thought you said grab a phone. And so they're like, those things don't those work in the very basement. well for weapons. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to hide those. <laughs> um, so he just keeps drilling me. You really don't know Ty Ty. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm sorry. I think a little bit of urine is running down my leg. <laughs> and then from behind him, it's like a movie scene or something. This like kid walks out from behind his like figure and there's a little boy in a tuxedo oh, little who uh, has an untied tie. Turns out this man is just going door to door saying, do you know how to tie a tie? You know how to tie a tie? Yeah. Oh, and oh you know tie tie? Like, oh, I know how to tie a tie. Oh, okay. I said... You know what? I don't, but the guy next door does. <laughs> and I sent him to no. your house. You did? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? Kinda. 
This is when we were neighbors. I sent him to your house and I said, the guy over there definitely does. <laughs> Thank you. I, I would have loved it if you didn't know that he was asking about Ty and Ty and you're like, uh, Ty Ty's not here. I think he might be over there. <laughs> that guy, he's got a bunch of large tools in yeah. his garage and he knows Ty Ty. Don't take no for an answer. Okay. Trust me. He know, he talks about Ty Ty all the time. Oh, I love it, dude. Go ask him about it. Ty Ty. You know Ty Ty? That's great. Oh, yeah. Me and uh, yeah, Sal, Sal Ruiz and Joe Lemos. And they <laughs> love that story. I'm just like, you know Ty Ty? <laughs> dude, I'm so sorry. I, I do not know Ty Ty. Yeah, I do remember. That guy was big. He, he was, was a big dude. Large. And his guy. son was going to something at, yeah, the school close to us. Kansas City Christian, I think. Yeah, it was wild. Just door to door asking if we know how to Ty Ty. I think he said that he knew somebody that used to live at the K-Life house. So I don't know if he was oh. going like truly door to door. Maybe, maybe he had a few uh, unsuccessful areas of like where the K-Life house is. But yeah, I think he said he knew somebody that used to be there or something. But no, that's hilarious. I, I did not know the first part of that story. Oh, really? All. Yeah. Tie -tie. It was scary, dude. I was at the house by myself with two kids. Yeah, you know how tie tie? Like here, this is how I die die. You're like, yeah, you're like gripping your fingers, like your fists. Like, I'm going to go hit him in that jab cross. Right, right. One, two. <laughs> That's too okay. good. That's anyway, too good. first installment of story time, uh, Brad, you can uh, have one next week. Just tell Great. us a story about love something it. that's happened in your life. I love it, dude. Love it. Let's end it with a review of the week and then a jingle and then we will be done. Love it. Uh, um, my review of the week is from Jen Grabby1234. Oh, uh, that's probably girl Jen Grabowski. Is it? Oh, I'm guessing. Yeah. She was in the live stream. Oh, yeah. She got 12 out of 24 on some quiz. Maybe I, <laughs> maybe I don't want this one anymore. I'm just kidding. Thanks for the live stream, by the way. That was fun for me. Um, everybody out there, that was fun. Yeah, Brad and I have been doing, well, we're going to talk about now. Brad and I have been doing some, I'm sure you probably know, yeah. trying to do some creative things uh, during quarantine times. So we went live on Instagram, did some trivia. We're also in the middle of a March Madness bracket uh, that's on our Instagram. It's kind of fun. The a bracket of things that make us mad. Yeah. So, um, yes, we're trying to, yeah, just do something to, to break up the monotony a little bit. Uh, Jen Grabby1234 says, B R O I P, Broip. I've been listening to this podcast since day one, and let me tell you, it has been the best return on investment possible. Shout out to uh, Broips. Yeah, Broips out there. Digital shout resource. out to Digital Resource. Yeah, sponsor us, please. Um, uh, I'm working from home, WFH, for people out there that don't know. Uh, due to COVID-19, and these podcasts have kept my cat, Muffin, and I company as I'm listening to all of them again. If my cat could laugh, I'm sure he would. <laughs> Keep bringing you best, Jake and Brad. I'll tell you one thing. Um, Seabiscuit can laugh. FYI. So uh, thank you. It's one of his qualities. Thank you, Jen Grabby. That was very sweet. Hmm. Thank you, Jen. I, there's like multiple reviews that just popped up now for the first time. Or like even ones I'm scrolling down. I'm like, oh, why really? didn't that show up for me earlier? Yeah, there's a really long one. And sometimes this website, like every time someone tries to like put a like an apostrophe, then it says ampersand hashtag 39 semicolon. And it's like, <laughs> I, it's just so hard to read every time there's an apostrophe. So huh. I'm struggling through that. Um one, <laughs> I guess this is my review of the week. I don't know. I, I'm careful to give these things too much attention, but it uh, says, Jake, just want to let you know that I saw a pic of you on tour and you did indeed look super hot in your Zoomies outfit. And that's freaking true. <laughs> Great work. P.S. I have hair. Oh, so, Emma shooting her shot with the five star review. She fits the standards, baby. <laughs> she has hair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks. Whether How do you, you're being serious or not. Hypothetically, Jake. How do you want me to respond to people that message me on Ellis Custom Creations Instagram oh. <laughs> uh, asking like about is Jake single? Is Jake uh, like I'm I'm pretty cool. My friend's pretty cool. 
Like, what do you want me to say to that? Just hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, it might happen once a week or so. Um, hypothetically, I don't know. I guess hypothetically, you know, always be polite. Okay. Hypothetically polite. I think polite hypothetically, hypothetical. like, I don't know. <laughs> the nice way. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily the, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I normally tell him, Hey, Jake's looking for somebody in Kansas city, which I am. Yeah. I very much am. I'm yeah. at the age long disty. No, no interesty. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that's no the first time I've said that? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Uh, well, hey, we'll talk about it more off the air. Okay, just, yeah. Just hypothetically, we'll talk about it more off the I air. I get weird with those things. <laughs> uh, but thank you for feeling those. That's one of my things in my set when I like open for Trey, like for the first couple minutes, I talk about Trey and talk about the DMs I used to get uh, when I first started working with Trey, because it seriously was, people were like, oh, there's like a weak link in the chain. We can get to Trey now from like the, the right. scrawny this white boy. Respond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, this guy probably small. only gets five, yeah, instant messages a day or whatever. Yeah, and it was instant funny. Mess- that made me sound so old. <laughs> DM, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he probably only gets hit up like five times on his away message on AIM. <laughs> I am getting pinged to my AIM is, is getting overloaded. I'm going to have to set myself to offline. Anybody, anybody got a Slack? Anybody on Slack here? <laughs> Golly, sorry guys. That's very nice of anyone out there who is seeking my love via Brad's Instagram or or whatever you're seeking. (laughs) Um, But I guess you could, if you live in Kansas City, you can just hit me up personally. You don't need to bother Brad or anyone else. No, no, no. I mean, it's not, whatever. It's not a bothersome thing. It's just like, I can't, I can't decide for you. Yeah, it's not really up (laughs) to you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. You seem awesome. Well, of course you seem awesome. Your, like, your grammar is good. Uh, I don't really have I, a lot to go I do of. notice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good job. You you have good grammar. That's yep. one of the ways to my heart, for sure. It is fascinating, which I don't really want this to be a topic we talk about, but like, it's kind of surprising the number of girls who will shoot their shot who also have a private Instagram. It's like, I have nothing to go off of. This is you crazy. You can zoom in on that yeah. picture on Instagram. I'm not going to screenshot and zoom in. Too much work. Too much work. Pixelated. Yeah. It, no. Yeah. So... I guess if you're out there, girls or guys, if you're like trying to shoot your shot with someone, like have that baby public or else just like, it's going to be way harder. That message better be funny. Good, good advice. Yeah. Because it's just, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Love it, dude. Okay. Uh, let's end it with a little jingle, jangle for okay. episode 46. You said quarantine time earlier and it made me want to sing this song based off story time. Quarantine. We're all here at home now, and we're bored on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Quarantine. Maybe we'll listen to the Ghost Runners every Monday morning. Listen to us again. Another day if you want to. You know we have episodes every Monday, but we come out with videos on our Instagram account. You know we just love when you listen and help us get some ads. (laughs) (laughs) Jake and Brad, go show it, baby. That just reminded me, I had an idea. Well, everyone, if you're still listening, let me know what you think of this idea. If you're still listening, if you're still listening to Brad's terrible jingle. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I guess that was more so like a thing from YouTube. I just <laughs> never expected anyone to still be listening in the last like 10 seconds. Uh, but I guess podcasts are different. Just had an idea about 20 minutes before we started recording, I was in the shower and I was thinking of just like, how can I make the most of all this time I have, this time I have in my home? What's something I want to do? And I was thinking like music. Obviously, I can't sing, but then I was thinking, I was like, 
it's a silly thing to gain confidence from, but that stupid coronavirus slam poem I did, like that took no time at all. Mm -hmm. Just threw in a few punchlines that rhyme. People yeah. loved it. Yeah. Like that's basically what rap is. And But then I was thinking, I don't want to be a rapper. So <laughs> here's my idea that, like I said, it's brand new. Okay. Slam rap. It's like kind of a slam poem, but with like a hip hop beat in the background. And okay. it's like funny. Okay. I've never heard of anyone doing that. Sure. In the shower, I was kind of like... You were doing your triplets. Yeah. Hey. I was like hitting the wall and it uh -huh. sounded good in my head. Love it. Uh, so yeah, let me know what you think about slam rap. Let's make some slam. Let's make some slaps. This is slapperinos. Slaps with a Z. <laughs> Slaps.com. I'm getting it. Go daddy right now. <laughs> that song slaps, they'll say. And it's uh, going to be different than the other times where they say it. I can't. You'll hear the Z. Yeah. Slaps is a... That, that song slaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should shut up now. Thank you guys for listening. If you did, we'll see you on Instagram and uh, check in with our March Madness bracket. Yeah, baby. Love you, Catherine, Hattie, and Grandma. <laughs> yeah, we love grandmas. We do. <laughs> Last episode came at a bad time for me to, like, not bash grandma. Yeah, if you, you get it. You listen to that. All right, bye. <laughs>